Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to this online teaching. We're talking about a defiled heart can uh, cause a lot of troubles and uh, everything we say, we do, it flows from the heart. And so we have to protect our hearts from being defiled. But when a heart is defiled, it begins to function in earthly wisdom. Let's read about it in the book of James. James 3, verse 13. It says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done, in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you have a bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. So we have learned that when a person is functioned in uh, from their defiled hearts, it will create, the, uh, there will be envy, there will be selfish ambition. The person will be looking at things from their own point of view, from their own interest, and not being able to see the big picture. And then they begin to use worldly ways to want to win uh, the argument, justify themselves, slander the other person, accuse the other person. You know, so all this thing, the Bible says, is earthly wisdom. It doesn't come from God. And what we need to be aware of is that it says it is more than just earthly. It is unspiritual and demonic. Demonic. Okay, so we are going to see that... Uh, the manifestation of a defiled person and, and their works and the result of what they do is a reflection of the spirit that is behind their, uh, the, 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 the defiled hearts. It's demonic spirit that wants to do maximum damage in a church, in relationship. So when the scriptures talk about earthly wisdom and heavenly wisdom, it is referring to our relationship, how we behave, how we react uh, in our relational uh, problem. It's not so much about functioning, uh, talking about functioning in heavenly wisdom in your business, in your other area. No, but primarily it refers to our relationship with people and especially those within the church. So the bitter, defiled heart begins to manipulate the person, and the demon spirit comes in and uses them to, to advance their kingdom, whereas God is after our hearts to advance His kingdom in us and through us. So they, the, the, the defiled heart, the defiled person, they like to compare themselves with others. They want to prove that they are better than the person that they are against. And uh, it's all 
self-centered, selfish ambition. It's all wanting to uh, get what they, they want. So when you try to solve a problem, uh, a, a relational crisis, if the person comes with a defiled heart, they come to win the argument. They come to win. They are not here to, rest, to, to restore relationship. They are not here for good, but they are here for evil. They are here to get what they want, to win a relationship. And, and definitely they, they don't have the mind of Christ. It's all about self. It's what they, what they think and what they want. So there's, there's nothing. They, they don't care about God's purpose. They don't, they don't have the mind of Christ. So there's no submission. It's only rebellion and, and defilement that comes from them. And the Bible says it will cause us every evil practices. Now, uh, a, a, a defiled person, finally, uh, there will be disorder and every evil practices. That means there is no limit to what they can do. They just don't care what is right or wrong. All is that is about self, what they want. So, uh, uh, so that this is a, a really serious warning to all of us who love the Lord Jesus, so that we will watch our hearts, we will protect our hearts, we will guard our hearts against defilement. So the defiled person is hardened, is for proud, uh, pride, self-righteousness, as they enter into that relation, uh, that, that uh, uh, opportunity to resolve conflicts, that's the attitude they carry, they, they, they come with. But if we have heavenly wisdom, even in this kind of relational conflicts, when you come to resolve that crisis, you come with what? You come with humility. Look at what the verse that we read just now. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. So when we function in heavenly wisdom, in a wisdom from above, wisdom from God, we have understanding. And so what we do, it comes with humility and wisdom. So it's, it's a totally different spirit. It's a totally different manifestation of the spirit. One is earthly, but one is heavenly wisdom. So it comes with humility. Uh, so when we come with humility, when we function in heavenly wisdom, in a relational crisis, we have wisdom, we have humility, and we will come teachable, we will come with openness for correction, openness for people to speak into our life because we realize we need to grow, we need to be more like God, and so we are 
Can you see that the totally two different spirits? And we cares about God, we cares about the will of God, the church, we cares about the kingdom of God. Whereas the other person is self. What I want, what I think, you know. So, so it's the totally different manifestation of a two different kind of spirit, not surprisingly. Right, so James 3 verse 13, another translation, puts it this way. It says, if you are wise and understand God's way, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. So if you think you're functioning in the heavenly wisdom, prove it. Prove it with your good life. Prove it with your attitude. Because the person who has true understanding of God's way they have humility. They have wisdom in what they do. Not arrogance, not proud, not defilement, not destruction. So, they are peacemaker. A person with heavenly wisdom will come wanting to make peace. They are peacemaker. The scriptures say, peacemaker who sows in peace raise the harvest of righteousness. So a person with heavenly wisdom, they understand God's heart. God's heart is for unity, for restoration, for mercy, for grace, for peace, for growth, so that we can produce a harvest of righteousness. So they sow, it means we understand. We need to work through the relationship. We need to work through the problems with humility. With humility. It's sowing, it's hard work. It is sacrifice. And, and we could suffer. But we are willing because we have a spirit of humility, we have God's mind in Christ. So ultimately, we want to see a restoration of relationship rather than a division because of defilement. And we know it is not a superficial kind of peace. It's sowing, hard work, toiling, laboring. So we work through the problem with humility, with openness, wanting to understand, wanting to, to, to grow. So in the process, there, there will be repentance. And uh, we are growing into maturity, and therefore we reap a harvest of righteousness. We have good fruits. We profit by a good life, bearing good fruits. Not a faultless life. But we are willing to sow, we are willing to work, we are willing to labor to see good fruits, to see a good outcome. So can you see, if everyone who come into a relationship uh, solving session come with humility, come with heavenly wisdom, with understanding, or, to, or willing to understand, the real problem, 
laying aside self, willing to toy, willing to work through it with honesty. The result will be a harvest of righteousness. There'll be joy. There'll be peace. There'll be restoration. There'll be a building up. Can you imagine if we do this in church? If there ever there is a relational crisis, we're willing to come with heavenly wisdom, knowing the mind and heart of God. Willing to lay aside our selfishness. Well, church will be a glorious place. But we know in reality, Christians many times don't behave like that. They're all taken up by the bitter roots, bitter anger. Their heart is defiled. And Satan is working through these Christians. And they boast about God. They boast about knowing God. But uh, we need the scripture to, to show us what is the right way. So when we function in heavenly wisdom, we lay aside self. All we care is God's purpose, God's plan, God's way. And we submit. Submit. So there are orders in the house of God, orders in the family. We learn to submit to a higher authority. So let's, let's understand further deeper. What is heavenly wisdom? What is the characteristic of heavenly wisdom? Because we don't want, definitely don't want to function in earthly, unspiritual, demonic wisdom. We want heavenly wisdom. Verse 17, James 3. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. First of all pure. Then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good food, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. So the scripture is so clear about the characteristic of heavenly wisdom. First of all, it says heavenly wisdom is first of all pure. Pure heart, separate unto the Lord. All we care is what God wants, not self. So, heavenly wisdom is not polluted. You know, when we solve problems, people carry some kind of wisdom, but it's not pure. It's mixed with Defilement, right? But heavenly wisdom is pure. Is pure because it is God's, God's thoughts, God's mind, God's wisdom. Not defiled, okay? So, it is not influenced by human relationship, nor benefit. That's how pure heavenly wisdom is. A lot of our wisdom are influenced by our children, our friends. You know, there is always some relational uh, relationship that, that comes in that affects our perception. 
So I mentioned times again uh, uh, before that many times when it comes to make a decision, the right decision, very often Christians, they are influenced because of relationship, because of family members. We're not able to make the right decision. But heavenly wisdom is first of all pure. So let's remember this. Anytime we want to deal with any problem, if we function in heavenly wisdom, first of all, it is pure. We want the heart, we want the mind of God. We want God's way, pure. That's it. Not inference by any other kind of relationship. And so when we are pure in heart, the Bible says the pure in heart will see God. The pure in heart will see God. If, if our heart is defiled, look at this. In Matthew 5 verse 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. That means if our heart is defiled, we will not see God. We will not, we will not know God's way. We will not know what God desires. I'm not saying our hearts are totally evil, but I'm just saying our hearts are being defiled because of self-interest. The, the pure in heart will see God. In the book of Hebrews, it says, without holiness, you will not see God. So when we come with a defiled heart to soft relationship, we just do not know God's will. We just want to fight for our own interests. But everything flows from the heart, the pure in heart. We'll see God. When you see God, you understand God's way. You have heavenly wisdom. But when you have a defiled heart, watch out. Because it's earthly wisdom, it's unspiritual, it's demonic. So the, the motive of the heart is so important. That's why they say, that's how the word of God say, heavenly wisdom, first of all, is pure, pure in heart. And, and so when we are pure in heart, we are impartial, we are sincere, right? Look at some of the characteristics that mentioned here. We, have, we are impartial because all we want is God's way. Even though this is our children, our friends, and so on. No. Pure in heart. We're impartial. We just want God's way. And sincere. Because if we are not, well, if we are biased, that means we are not sincere. We becomes hypocrite. We think we're defending something, but actually there are underlying motives that influence us. So heavenly wisdom, first of all, is pure, is impartial and sincere. And then it is peace-loving. 
isn't it? Well, it's not surprising at all, having understand what God's heart is. You know, God's heart is filled with compassion, is filled with mercy, forgiveness. All that God desires is repentance and salvation, restoration, peace. That's what God wants for us, for His family, for His children. Just like what we want for our family. We want peace. We want to be able to have a united family. You know, oneness, having love in a family. That's what God wants to see for His family. So a person who functions in heavenly wisdom is peace-loving. They don't want destruction. They don't want uh, to be selfish and, and create conflicts. And so the Bible in Ephesians 4, verse 2 and 3 says, Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. God has already given us that bond. Don't break that. It's a bond of peace. We are to live together. We have to live with one purpose. And that's why the Bible said, be completely, completely humble. Be completely humble in every ways. When we're willing to humble, it says gentle, patient, bearing with one another in love. We have a lot of patience. We have a lot of love and a lot of forgiveness to maintain that kind of spirit, spirit purity, spirit peace-loving, to see relationship work, laboring. It's, it's, it's hard, it's hard, hard work, but laboring to see peace, restoration coming to God's family, coming in our relationship with one another. And then the next characteristic of heavenly wisdom is Consider it. Consider it. That means they are not self-ambition or selfish motive, self-centered. They, they are considerate. They, 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 they are easily uh, moved when they see the big picture. They consider others' benefit. So that's heavenly wisdom. It's not self-centered is able to understand the needs of other people. Right? So, Philippians 2, verse 3 and 5, it says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. So when we are considering, looking at others' benefit, seeing others better than ourselves, we will have the mind of Christ. We will understand what, how Jesus feels and look at things. 
But when we are self-centered, self, uh, selfish ambitions, trying to be vain conceit, trying to promote ourselves, trying to make ourselves better uh, in the eyes of people, proud and hardened, that's the mind of Satan. That's demonic. But when we're filled with humility, seeing the needs of others, considerate, we have the mind of Christ. So this is how Jesus laid down his life because he sees our needs. He sees what's good for us, what needed to be done. So he's willing to lay aside himself and be the sacrifice. Making himself nothing, not trying to promote himself, not trying to prove himself good, no. Making himself nothing in order to do the will of God, in order to, 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 to bring salvation to us. So this is the characteristic of heavenly wisdom, consider it. And then submissive. If you have heavenly wisdom, you have humility, you have that gentle spirit, you will be submissive. You recognize authority, you recognize God's structure in a church, in a family, in society. So you become submissive, first of all, to God and to man, because God has put them over you. So there is order, there is harmony, there is, you, you can build, rather than confusion, destruction, and, and, and just don't know what's going on. So a defiled a uh, person, a defiled heart, they don't recognize authority. They just care about themselves. And they think they're so, so righteous. And the next characteristic of heavenly wisdom is full of mercy. Full of mercy. It's not just even merciful. Full of mercy. So the extent that we are to go when we function in heavenly wisdom, there's no limit. We want to be merciful in order to bring about healing, restoration, and peace. Where else? The demonic wisdom, there's no limit of what they will do to bring about destruction, every kind of evil. But here, heavenly wisdom, we are full of mercy, even though there are all kinds of offenses that, so, that is so hurting. But we are full of mercy, wanting to see restoration and peace. James 2, verse 12, Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the Lord, that gives Freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who had not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. 
We talk about the law, those who function in the law. We talk about the spirit of the law. We need to have the spirit of the law to know what's behind it. And here it says the, the, the law is supposed to bring freedom. That's God's intention. The law is not meant for us to use it to judge and condemn and, and, and destroy a person. But rather, through the law, we know what is sin. Through the law, we know what is not right. So that by the mercy of God, we bring restoration. We bring true freedom. That's what God wants to see. So those who function in the law, they miss the grace of God and they allow demons, Satan, to use them to accuse others. But God wants to see mercy triumph in judgment. So when we come to resolve conflicts, it says we come with full of mercy. Yes, we know there are wrong being done. Yes, there are hurts. But we are full of mercy because we need to stand before God. And God will show us the kind of mercy that we show to other people. And so we do not want to be judged. We do not want to condemn others. We want to be full of mercy to bring people into restoration with God and with our fellow brothers and sisters. Ephesians 4, 30 to 31, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ, God forgave you. So when we function in earthly wisdom, we bring grief to the Spirit of God. But when we function in heavenly wisdom, God's presence is there. So we want to get rid of all kinds of bitterness, rage and anger, whatever defiles our heart. so that we can be kind and compassionate to one another, just as God deal with us in the same way. So those who bring division, those who cause us conflicts and destruction in relationship in the church, in the cell group, are those people who work under earthly wisdom, and it is demonic. But we want to cleanse our hearts, any kind of defilement, so that the Bible says, first of all, be pure. Be pure in heart. Be pure so that we can see God. So we need to come in humility with a pure heart. Then we can see God. Then we can uh, have compassion, mercy. We can function in the grace that God has given to us and bring about restoration, peace to the house of God, to the house of God. So the result of heavenly wisdom is 
a harvest of righteousness. Wow, isn't that great? Isn't it so good to be bringing forth the righteousness of God, the peace of God, the joy of God, the love of God, the restoration, the healing of God, the mercy of God, the grace. May the Lord touch our hearts tonight so that we will always function in His heavenly wisdom, having understanding and humility, having a gentle spirit, a, a, a compassionate heart, bringing restoration in every potential conflict so that Satan will not have a way in any of our lives. And God's name will be glorified in us and through us. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for the clarity of your words, for the simplicity of your words, so that we can understand how earthly, unspiritual, demonic wisdom often sip in to your people and bring about destruction and every kinds of evil. But you have given us heavenly wisdom from above. When we come with humility, openness of heart, come with purity of heart. Lord, we will see you. We will have understanding of your ways. We will be filled with mercy, impartial, sincere in our hearts, sincerity in our hearts, and bringing salvation and healing and peace and joy. Harvesting the fruit of righteousness in our life, in a cell group, in the church. Glorify your name, we pray. Give us that spirit of humility to learn from you, to know your ways, to have your heavenly wisdom. We thank you, we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. The Lord bless you. We'll see you again.